Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The greatest in the world returns to the wrestling ring tonight, we think. And it's one of the great sports career comebacks. CM Punk is returning. How does that relate to sports? Who cares? It's Friday. Perk up. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. How does wrestling compare to sports? It is sports. You take a DDT or a suplex. Tell me how you feel. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel Friday edition here on ESPN 106.3 and the free ESPN app. Oh, yeah, and on your smart speaker and a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers right off of the hot and humid intracoastal. And I thought that we were going to get Coquel back. To- oh, by the way, Captain Competence, uh, Joe Rigotti, uh running things because we Captain thought we were getting Coquel Competence. back nope. today. And he is still in COVID quarantine. My friend. Uh, I got my hopes up for nothing. I'm cleared by the CDC, but just not the GKB, our parent <laughs> company. Uh, Coquel needs that negative test back, and then he can get into the office. But until All right, then. listen, Walgreens. I want to air this out. I took my <laughs> test on Tuesday. It's Friday. Friday. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Move that Move that along. Like, How about an expedited process here for a very important member of do the you know South Florida I, radio landscape? I went in there this morning, and I started saying, do you know who I am? And they were like, well, if you scan your little card, we can tell you. I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, that, right, that, that power move definitely didn't work. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so tonight is the night. All right. And... Uh, Anybody who has listened to me long enough knows that I am a wrestling fan. And tonight is one of the biggest nights in professional wrestling that we will have experienced in a long time. Probably in at least the last decade. That is because it is assumed, all the signs are pointing to it, that AEW, which is the competitor to the WWE, AEW is the wrestling organization run by the son of Jaguars owner Shad Khan, Tony Khan, that he has brought back CM Punk. Former WWE champion CM Punk is making his return to wrestling after seven years away from professional wrestling tonight on the AEW Rampage show in Chicago. This is a massive deal. In fact, I would argue that this is in the sports realm. Oh, wrestling's not real. Again, you take a suplex and tell me how you feel. In the sports realm, this is the biggest story in sports. It's CM Punk's return tonight. And in fact, this is one of the biggest sports career comebacks we have seen in quite some time. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. CM Punk is back tonight. I am pumped. Wrestling fans are pumped. Wrestling fans, I know you're out there. We can celebrate together. But I also ask you, what are the greatest career comebacks in sports history? We're not talking games. We're not talking Bills, Oilers. We're not talking Patriots and Falcons. We're talking career comebacks. What are the greatest career comebacks in sports history? Because if we are moving away from wrestling, uh, of course, 
of course, you've got to go back to 2019. You need to go back to the Masters, and you need to go back to what happened at Augusta. This is, at least in the recent past, the greatest career comeback. Up, oh, nope, never mind. CM Punk, is CM Punk is back. is here. Joining us now on the line. CM Punk is back, baby. Now, how legit would that be if he actually did call in? That would be awesome. And again, we think CM Punk is coming back. We think he's coming back, but nothing set in stone. That would be one hell of a deke if he didn't come back. But let's get to what happened at Augusta in 2019 so we, we can at least set the base. And uh, by the way, thank you, Cult of Personality, for uh, for making the appearance. Uh, so 2019, you remember what happened at the Masters. Uh, so, Joe, let's get this queued up and let's relive the glory that was Tiger Woods on 18 on Sunday at Augusta completing the greatest career comeback in sports history. Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory. Oh, man. Just let that soak in, Coquel. The, the Tiger Woods return, the win at the Masters, it still gives me goosebumps hearing that, and by the way, that courtesy of CBS. But I, I don't know how, how you still consume that, but for me, that still gives me goosebumps every time I hear it or think about it, just how surreal that whole Sunday was. And that was the complete culmination of a career collapse uh, from a multitude of ways into complete redemption. Yeah, anything Tiger does. I still feel like Tiger's going to come back, and I don't even know if he's walking yet because he just has made me believe that he'll always be there. And if I could just even see him play golf again, I'll get goosebumps. That he's just completely indestructible. Yeah, he's just Tiger. I mean, I'm, I'm the age of Tiger change the world the reason why we have all these brooks kepkas of the world right now is because of tiger yeah yeah you're right you're right uh, they, they the rory mcelroy's of the world he made it so he made, thomas he, he made golf so cool yeah it went from being a boring loser sport to the coolest thing you could do what are the greatest career comebacks in sports history 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 and you can tweet at us at espn west palm you know what i think i need to hear again I think I need to hear Cult of Personality again. CM Punk is back, baby. CM Punk is back for the first time in seven years. Regatti, you don't even have to wait for me to cue you. Just play it. Mm. God! I can't believe it's actually happening. I thought he was done. I thought he was done. He went to court and won a lawsuit against the WWE. I thought he was done in professional wrestling. And he is going to be revived tonight. Now, bad what's, timing for the WWE, too. Can they we get SummerSlam this weekend. SummerSlams this weekend, and they've been cutting all their some of their bigger yeah. stars. So they're losing guys, and guys like Punk are going to show up in AEW. This is awesome. Oh, I can't believe Punk is back. By the way, he is the finest uh, export of the city of Chicago since Ken Levicka. Let's just make sure that that uh, is out there in the open and out there in public. Uh, oh, Ken, you're talking about wrestling? What, what is wrong with you? You know what? You don't like it? Get your own damn radio show. What are the greatest career comebacks Ooh. in sports history? 888-760-3776. Uh, Dave did Lamont. You just, did you just go heal and go get your own radio show, guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, damn what a right. heel turn damn on a right. Friday. It's uh, crazy. Dave Lamont tweeted, Ben Hogan and Tiger Woods are the greatest career sports comebacks. Two... Uh, uh, 
different, yet there are some similarities to that. Ben Hogan with the terrible, terrible leg injury after the car accident came back uh, to win a major. Tiger Woods uh, injuries, but also the uh, the marital scandal uh, that he was able to come back and win the Masters. Yeah, that is that is right on. That is a great one. Now, it doesn't always have to be injury-related, though. It can also, when I'm talking about sports comebacks, career comebacks, like I feel like it can be someone who lost hope that they'd be able to be an elite competitor ever again, and then we're able to come back and be a champion once again. Like Michael Phelps comes to mind. He officially retired after the 2012 Olympics and then came back and proceeded to win six more gold medals after that. I think Michael Phelps is a really good example, and I can't believe I didn't reference this, but I mean, arguably the greatest career sports comeback is MJ, right? Like, that's got to be the I'm back, the facts. For me in my lifetime, and this isn't recent any longer, so Tiger's the one that resonates with me, but in my lifetime, Michael Jordan's the greatest career comeback. He had to bounce back from a gambling suspension. <laughs> First off, there's no proof that that actually was the case. Oh. Uh, let's let's appeal to my nine-year-old sensibilities, please. <laughs> he just wanted to live out a dream of playing baseball oh, okay. for my team, the Chicago White Sox, and then it didn't work out. Couldn't hit the curveball. He was frustrated with the strike yeah, and went back to basketball. Okay, yeah. no, no, no. There was no gambling. Michael was was on the up and up <laughs> the entire time. Uh, the coolest part of that whole thing, though, isn't even everybody gives the I'm back the credit. It's Pippen foot up, pointing at the mm-hmm. Jordan symbol on his shoe and yeah. saying, come on home. That was the game. Uh, that was two games before MJ returned uh, against Indiana. And that's when you started hearing the talk, started to hear the rumors. Actually, Michael Jordan's comeback. So that day was surreal. So let's just take a trip back to Ken Levicka growing up in suburban Chicago. So I had that uh, Saturday. It was a Saturday morning. Woke up. And uh, that's when uh, you still really paid attention hardcore to local news because they are, you know, it, it's it was just a different time. We're talking '95 at this point, and all of the, the the news had started to break that he had been around the facility, that he had packed his bags and left Birmingham, and something was up. Something was going on. And then I go to the YMCA in Elmhurst, Illinois, and I play a basketball game that Saturday afternoon. We went to a local pizza place after that, and that's when the announcement came down, the I'm back, and everybody's talking about it at this pizza place. And I just remember standing outside with my dad, and my dad looks at me, and he goes... It's a new era, son. And I, it felt like a movie. It felt like a movie. Like, it was scripted. Like, looking back, that was corny as hell. But at the time, I was like, Dad, you rule, man. That was awesome. You guys are the Levickers are so lame. We're so awesome, man. And then and then it was time to dominate once again. Greatest uh, career comebacks in sports history. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's start with Joe in West Palm. Joe, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Joe? Hey, Ken. Thanks for taking my call. Man, I would say George Foreman coming back and winning the heavyweight title. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. So uh, he had uh, he had come back from uh, that first layoff, in, what, 77, came back in 87 uh, and, and won the heavyweight title and then uh, stepped away from the sport again and came back in 94 and won the heavyweight title again. Like his career is unlike anybody in boxing history from that standpoint. Amazing. Right on. Yeah, George Foreman's a great one. Is that I when he knocked out more? That that is the more knockout exactly. And appreciate the call, Joe. That is that is still. And you look at that fight. 
George Foreman did not do much in that fight. He was overweight. He was certainly not in his best boxing shape. Looked completely different from when he was in his prime, but he hung in there, and he hung in there, and he hung in there. And then, like round six, things started to turn. He started to connect on that hook. The funny thing about old George Foreman winning the heavyweight title was that you couldn't really tell how much power he was getting behind his punches because everything was so compact because he was so damn big. He couldn't extend anything because he was just sort of flabby. But he also was still made of granite, and he connected on a couple of hooks to Moore's jaw, and that was it. it, that, that was it. But nobody truly uh, thought that he had any chance in that fight. George Foreman is a great one. So we've got MJ, we've got Phelps, we've got George Foreman. Does he still sell those gra- is he uh, Better question, is he still alive? Yeah, George <laughs> Foreman's just- still alive. Oh, I killed him in my head. Not good. No, don't, don't off George Foreman. Don't right, do that. Alive. Not oh, in this is. day and age. He's 72. Yeah, he's 72 good, good years you, old. George. Not in this day and age. Uh, so we've been talking greatest career comebacks. And again, you have to make sure that you reference when we talk greatest career comebacks tonight, what's happening in Chicago. First it was MJ, and now it's CM Punk. Greatest career comeback. This is right up there amongst the modern-day career comebacks. CM Punk is back tonight. What are your greatest career comebacks? 888-760-3776. And uh, so I also have gotten a lot of interaction on Twitter at ESPN West Palm about wrestling comebacks. So I referenced it as sports comebacks with CM Punk being the base, but I don't think that there's any doubt that the best comebacks happen in the squared circle. Wrestling is sports. The best comebacks come in wrestling. This is how things happen. In fact, I want to go back to 2014. I want to go back to an all-time great modern wrestling comeback. It had been four years since the Brahma Bull had been in the WWE the evil Rusev, the pride of Russia, mm. was standing in the ring taunting the Brooklyn fans with at Barclays Center. Russian wife who actually went to Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, she's from Gainesville. You're exactly right. But this was the scene in Brooklyn with one of the all-time great career comebacks in sports. Big Show is a coward. <laughs> Just like all of you. Oh, man. I love that. Oh, man. What a heel. Iron Sheik. Oh! That pop! That music, man. <laughs> Lawler. I think the worst part of this is how much I'm like Lawler on this show, and that scares me. Yeah. So USA gets credit for that one. What a scene in Brooklyn. The Rock coming back in 2014 because it had been years since he was there. So good. And then, I don't know if you remember this, Coquel. WrestleMania 33 in Orlando. Arguably the greatest tag team of all time. 
making the return the in their hometown. No, not the Rockers, oh. not Marty Jannetty and Shawn <laughs> oh, Michaels. Nice. I mean, after the barbershop, to see them get back together would be great. Oh, that was one of the all-time sports breakups, sports divorces. Oh. There was LeBron leaving the Heat, leaving the Big Three, or I guess LeBron leaving Cleveland, and then there was Shawn Michaels throwing <laughs> Marty Jannetty through the glass window. We talked about <laughs> moments I cried in sports. That, I, I was a Marty Jannetty. Somehow yeah. he was my favorite wrestler. Oh, man, uh. Marty Jannetty. And, man, did Shawn Michaels just wreck him through that window. Little did I know how much blow Marty Jannetty was doing. Oh, my God. I mean, the entire WWF at that point was just but all doing blow. If you watch one of those behind the wrestling, inside the cage, oh, whatever yeah. it is, on Shawn Michaels, he's the one who got Shawn Michaels on the drugs. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Make him, to make him more fun and a better wrestler. Well, you can't be oh, a proper boy. rocker unless you're <laughs> snorting the hell out of some cocaine, man. Like, that's just common knowledge. But this was WrestleMania 33 in Orlando. This was the Hardy Boys return in a fatal four-way match. I wonder who this fourth team could possibly uh, be. The New Day bringing the drama. What? Oh, what? You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> Things are about to be broken! Oh, that's a great call for Michael Cole. Team Extreme. More goosebumps. <laughs> uh, so I want to find, and by the way, that's WWE Network uh, credited there. I want to make sure we find some common denominators for all of you aspiring broadcasters who might want to go into wrestling. Uh, here are two things that we have heard uh, in the two calls of the great wrestling comebacks. Uh, one, you've got to be kidding me. You have to say that. Yep. You've got to be kidding me. And you have to yell, I've got goosebumps. Okay? It has to be goosebumps. Yeah. Or else it's not a big moment. Or else it's not a big moment or else it's not a big call. But you definitely need to say, you got to be kidding me. And that brings me to the Royal Rumble in 2020, when after nine years, Edge made his comeback as a participant in the Royal Rumble in Houston. Who's it going to be? No, no way. <laughs> oh, my! You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was Goosebumps had to come a little bit later. Yeah, Goosebumps came later, uh, but Booker <laughs> T dropping the you got to be kidding me this time around. Uh, so they spread it around, by the way. The first one with The Rock, uh, that was Jerry Lawler who dropped the you got to be kidding me. And then at WrestleMania, that was Michael Cole who dropped the you got to be kidding me. And then Booker T did the honors at Royal Rumble 2020. So I'm sorry. CM Punk coming back tonight. This is just par for the course for wrestling. Big, major sports career comebacks. They happen in the magic of wrestling. And then, oh yeah, there's Tiger Woods, and there's Michael Jordan, and there's George Foreman, and there's Michael Phelps. Who is your greatest career comeback in sports history? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And continue to tweet at us 
at ESPN West Palm. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. And I uh, want to tell you about my friend Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates personal injury attorneys. He is our sports law and sports agent insider. He has been uh, doing this for decades, trying to win you cases, trying to take care of your personal injury matters. It is hard to find people you can trust in South Florida. It is hard to find lawyers that you can trust in South Florida. And fortunately, Pat Lawler is one of the few that you can go to, and he is going to work for you. He is going to dedicate himself to you. He is going to fight for what you deserve in all personal injury matters, whether it be automobile or a boating accident, a motorcycle accident, a slip and fall. If you have a personal injury situation and you need compensation, you suffered from this, you need to get a hold of Pat Lawler. Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Get your free consultation, wanttolawyerup.com wanttolawyerup.com. Check out Pat and his crew over there. They are working for you. That's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. And this is what I love, Coquel, about this market and about sports period is that we can talk wrestling. We can talk Michael Phelps. We can talk George Foreman. We can talk uh tiger woods like it all fits it all works i was trying to think of a south florida specific great sports comeback me uh, coming back to espn west palm well that hasn't happened yet so it can't be it, it well, no i came back in november again <laughs> oh i thought you meant for this history <laughs> i know <laughs> no one was listening and no one heard me anywhere else <laughs> judging by the ratings oh, but I, I did come back in november oh that's so bad of me i thought you were actually talking about covid no you're right your your triumphant return to ESPN if a tree west falls palm. in the woods <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i feel very bad for that i'm so sorry coquel i am so so sorry I'm trying Oh, Ricky Williams. Like, Ricky Williams is the great sports career comeback in South Florida. With all of the the marijuana controversy and him just burned out on the game, him disappearing, him coming back. And the the motives uh, of him returning to football actually sort of tragic because he needed money. He had money withheld from him when he left the Dolphins, and that was sad. And he came back and put his body into further danger and performed – Excellently. I mean, he was a joy to watch in his return to the Dolphins, but Ricky Williams is right up there and might be the best South Florida career uh, comeback. That might be it. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Royal Palm. That's where we find Michael. What's up, Michael? Not much. How y'all doing? Good, man. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Mario Lemieux. He was out almost four years battling with Hodgkins. Yep. Came back and like he never lost a step. Yep, I had him on my list. That's a great one. He he battled Hodgkin's lymphoma, and you're right, four years. Think about that. And he was when he came down with that, when he was diagnosed with that, he was at the prime of his career, the absolute apex of his young career, and had to step away and had that derailed and came back and was was putting up better productivity than he was before he actually uh, started that battle. Appreciate that. That's that's perfect. Mario Lemieux is a really good call. Uh, so we Golf, wrestling, hockey. Yeah. Oh, we've, we've, what's next? We've hit all of them. We have hit all of them. You've got to be kidding me. When we return... I have goosebumps. It, it is so hard to follow a legend. So hard to follow a legend. And we'll explain why. Joe Rigotti 
He's Kokel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick live on ESPN 106.3. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. It's tough to fill legendary shoes. So many have been in the position and so many have failed. And we are embarking on another one of those flops. I'll explain in a second. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Glad you're hanging with us on a Friday. Uh, Joe Rigotti, Captain Competence, running things. Coquel still in his COVID quarantine in his quarantine garage in Port St. Lucie. Don't forget about the Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel podcast. Keep subscribing to it. Tell your friends and make sure you get it right to your device. It is free and you can get it wherever you get your podcast every single day. Uh, it's the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. If you miss us, noon every day here on ESPN 106.3. I just want to uh, close the book here on some of the greatest career sports comebacks. And again, all of this coming off of CM Punk. We think, man, is it going to be a letdown if this was all just a work? But we think he's coming back tonight to wrestle for the first time in seven years. He's going to make an appearance in Chicago on AEW's Rampage show. Uh, But we've gotten George Foreman. We've talked MJ, his career sports comeback, of course. We've talked Tiger Woods, Mario Lemieux as well. Uh, Looking at at, at Insider.com, just kind of glancing through this, uh, I also, they point out Roger Clemens' return. I feel like, yeah, I guess... Susan Waldman yelling that uh, he's in, uh, in, in George's box. Like, that was, I suppose, cool and funny at the time. But now, after all the steroid stuff with him, do we really think that was an all-time great sports comeback? I also just don't like Clemens, and I'm one of those sports people, if I don't like you, I don't like the comeback. You know what I mean? I, if I don't like the personality, okay. then I'm like, he stinks. Well, not, a very, not very good efficient at our job. If Coquel says it's not a great sports comeback, then damn it, it's not a great sports comeback. What about comeback. Pele's comeback, Ken? Uh, coming to the United States to play? In 1966 when he came back after getting hurt. Mm. Well, he got hurt in 66. Came mm. back in 70 mm. for an unheard fourth trip to the World Cup. You just read that off of Google. <clears throat> I just wanted to impress you. Yeah, thank just, you. I just want you to get goosebumps. But I can tell, I can tell when you're just reading something. Yeah, because I don't know what I'm talking about. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, this, this Insider.com has Brett Favre, who was retired for all of about five months. That's oh. pop, that popped into my head, too. Brett Favre, really? Well, he left the NFL and played for the Jets for a year, and then he went back to the NFL. <laughs> so, so, and, and succeeded. All right, fine. Yeah. I'll give you that. He went to the Jets, was hugely tainted, and then uh, was able whoa, to come whoa, back whoa, and whoa, resume whoa, his career. Whoa, whoa, We're not going to talk about taint and far dangerous territory. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you so much. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The Twitter is open uh, at... ESPN West Palm. Uh, so, again, uh, th- you, you can continue to weigh in on that. Speaking of Brett Favre, uh, my mother had texted me the other day during Wednesday's show, in fact, and I felt bad because I, ne- I never got to this text on the air. Uh, <laughs> but, but we were talking about players and teams that live rent-free in your head, and her, her response was Brett Favre and the Packers. So I didn't know this, but Joyce Levicka, my dear mother, is a football meatball. How immature does it make me that as soon as you said my mother texted me, it took everything in my power to not say me too? Like, that was the hardest part of that whole thing. Oh, you suck, dude. <laughs> what? You need to get I'm out of quarantine. Saying. You need I to do. get out of quarantine. You Speaking are... of Favre, what about Josh Hamilton? 
They're like yes, yes. That is (laughs) that that actually is a good one, which ended up having a tragic ending. Uh, It has not been a good ending because he has he's really sort of fallen back into bad habits and things have not worked out well for him. But yeah, the the throws of meth addiction into home run derby champion, into MVP, into nearly winning a World Series. Yeah, I think that counts. That's one of the all time great ones. But unfortunately, it's one of those that you don't necessarily make a movie about. Because the aftermath of it hasn't necessarily been sunshiny and rosy. Uh, Could be a good movie still, though. Not every movie has to have a Field of Dreams type ending, which I don't even remember how that movie ended, but well, or the natural type ending. What I'm saying is that it would be Disney that would make a movie like that, except they would have to cut it off after he won the home run derby at Yankee Stadium. But think about how cool rated R version of Josh Hamilton's life probably is. If you make that movie... Yeah. Get into the drug addiction before, get into the baseball stuff, and then back into the hiding of the drug addiction. Like, that's a yeah. good movie. Tragedy, we should write a script. Tragedy doesn't sell. Who's going to fund that, Hocal? The f- listeners, go fund me. We'll yeah. start one. Oh! I mean, I'll, probably, I'll siphon all the money to myself. That reminds me, driving, driving here today to the office from, uh, from Broward, and I was behind a, a minivan that had painted on the back window, FSU-bound, uh, need money, and uh, the the girl who is going to college had her her PayPal and her Venmo username on the back of her her window. That's you're a gonna great see a, idea. You're going to see a lot more than that now that OnlyFans is shut down. <laughs> yeah, can we real quick before we get you're, back you're to the phones? Get a lot of that. I so OnlyFans is no longer going to allow sexual content uh, on its sites. I got to get a second job now. Who in the hell was paying for anything other than sexual content on OnlyFans? I thought that was the point of OnlyFans so you could go and see naked people. I thought that was the whole point of it. OnlyFans started as like an artist site. Really? Yeah, to get your, your, you know, people to independently get their career started. But then the art just went oh. a different direction. I didn't know that that was uh, because and it went in, the, it, but it wasn't really famous until it went deep into the other direction. Yeah, and, and so like that's where it makes its money. I don't think that this is a good business move for OnlyFans because you don't want to know why OnlyFans was thriving and existing because of naked people. Why are they not allowing the naked people any longer? That's why I thought people paid money for that. I'm not paying money for a musical artist on OnlyFans. I mean, you pay money might, for naked people. But it's the same thing as just starting a porn site. I don't know why it was any different of just doing it on OnlyFans. Did it sound classier? Is that what no, it was? No, because it's like more organic. Yeah, but can't someone just have a more organic porn site? Sure. Just run it like an OnlyFans? Absolutely. But have you seen some of the acting in porn? Like, it's hard to be organic. I'm not saying- it's hard to be organic when you're acting like Coquel, you are talking about Pele and his comeback when you're clearly just reading something. Listen, Rocco's a very good actor. I'm just assuming every porn guy is named Rocco, by the way. <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans, I don't... Here, I have some advice for you. You're going to save, save a lot of money for college for your daughters now, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> OnlyFans, listen up, okay? Here's some free advice. Put the boobs back on, okay? That's yeah. what's going to make you money, all right? I'm just saying, that is capitalism. All right, let's get back to the greatest career comebacks in sports history. Only fans bringing boobs back would be number one. <laughs> oh, man. Hashtag National Radio Day. Pete's in the Lake Worth. Pete, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Pete? How are we doing today, guys? Good, man. Good. Hey, I, I want to throw Ted Williams on that list. Oh, going to war and coming back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. 
Thank you very much, guys. Yep. All right. I, I don't I know about that, though. There was a whole generation of guys who did that, though. Yeah, but it's, wa- they, it's watered down. Did they? Oh, would you stop? Would they, did they come back and hit 400? Come on, dude. Coquel. I mean, a lot of guys came back. A lot of guys went to war. All right. Ted. I can't. This is, like, of all the things you're going to poke at, that is what you're going to poke at. I mean, it's overrated. Everybody right. went to war all in those right, days. All right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you out of trouble here. Okay, we're gonna switch gears. Like not our current soldiers. Obviously, I respect them, but just Ted Williams, get out of here. Okay, Ta- all right. I, I, I do not associate myself with Coquel's thoughts on Ted Williams. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Um, speaking of not associating yourself with someone, I think it's time for Mike Richards, who spent about three days as the new host of Jeopardy, didn't even host a single episode of Jeopardy uh, because, of course, when it comes to following a legend like Alex Trebek, people are really going to focus on you and they really want the person that the majority want. And it seems like the majority wanted LeVar Burton to take over as the Jeopardy host and not Mike Richards, who has spent years and decades as the executive producer of Jeopardy and The Price is Ride and Wheel of Fortune, and he's just really sort of a bland, vanilla white guy. So then they did some digging. The Ringer did some digging, and The Ringer found a podcast that Mike Richards used to host, and boy, oh boy, was it filled with the following things. First came sexism. Then came misogyny. And I, yes, don't forget the anti-Semitism. Oh. Mike Richards with the Holy Trinity. And for that, he is not going to be the host of Jeopardy announcing this morning that if he did take over, he would just be a distraction. And so Mike Richards qualifies for being one of the biggest legend-replacing flops of all time. So me, in my brain, hashtag National Radio Day, I thought, hey, in sports, how can we apply Mike Richards, maybe minus the sexism, misogyny, and anti-Semitism talk, how can we apply him following up Alex Trebek and failing to sports? And boy, oh boy, are there a lot of these options. Who are the biggest legend-replacing flops in sports? And let's just go with it right down here in South Florida. Jay Fiedler replacing Dan Marino. Not so much because Jay Fiedler was bad, but because Jay Fiedler was not even close to Dan Marino. Let's kick us off with that. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. That works, right, Coquel? Jay Fiedler, Dan Marino? Oh, Fiedler on the roof? How are you going to knock him? And I'm sorry, I was trying to look up who you replaced as the play-by-play guy for FAU, and I couldn't find it. Who did you replace? Uh, Dave Lamont, who actually tweeted into the show earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever replaced Dave Lamont, that's the biggest flop. Now, now, granted, Dave Lamont went on to uh, bigger and better things. He went to ESPN and ABC, and so it's not like... Uh, he retired, and then I slid in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think that down here, Jay Fiedler replacing Dan Marino, that probably is in that realm. How are you going to rip on Fiedler on the roof? How? Uh, did people call him that? Yeah, Chris oh. Berman did. Once Chris Berman calls someone something, it's a, it's a lock. <laughs> that it's, it's a lock for you? Yeah, um, it's in. My Chicago sensibilities, Tim Floyd replacing Phil Jackson. That was an unmitigated disaster. Now, what didn't help is that they had no players. When your best player is Randy Brown, you're going to have issues. Tim Floyd never had any talent other than Randy Brown, so he had issues. That didn't go well. I forgot Tim Floyd even existed. (laughs) Uh, Tim Floyd, by the way, who uh, was at UTEP 
for a couple of seasons. And so I was able to catch up with him and ask him, because FAU would go out to UTEP and play. They're in the same conference. And so I, I caught up to him one time, and I'm like, uh, hey, Tim, uh, I, I appreciate your, your work with the Bulls. How terrible was that? And he goes, that was bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That was bad. Uh, I just man. love that we've had wrestling, we've had golf, we've had hockey, and now UTEP basketball. Yep, yep. Uh, Robert Pintarek says, Trevor Simeon replacing Peyton Manning in Denver. That is one of the all-time biggest legend-replacing fails. Yeah, that'll work. Tampa guy, Ray Perkins for Bear Bryant. Toby Srebnik says, Ray Hanley for Bill Parcells. That was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, I totally forgot Ray Hanley replaced Bill Parcells. I didn't. New York didn't. <laughs> I think the Post still has headlines going on about uh, Ray Hanley. New York did not forget. Who are the biggest legend-replacing flops in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That is the number. Uh, let's head back. Back to Twitter, A. Katzman. Uh, he tweets, Michael Strahan trying to host the uh, $100,000 pyramid after Dick Clark hosted it brilliantly, albeit decades earlier, was beyond a fail. See, somehow we've brought it back to game shows. This started with Mike Richards and Alex Trebek, and it has come full circle back to and included sports with Strahan and Dick Clark. I just Perfect. love it. That someone's holding on to that grudge. That's a yeah, deep cut yeah. grudge. Of all the things, of all the things you could think about, the biggest legend replacing flops. I mean, you could say Dave Wanstead and Mike Ditka. You could say Hanley and Bill Parcells. You could say Jimmy Johnson replacing Don Shula. But no, it's Michael Strahan replacing Dick Clark on the pyramid. Ken Levicka replacing Coquella on High School Hysteria. Another flop. <laughs> well, that's still a work in progress. You lasted longer than Mike Richards, okay? No, I was saying you were replacing me, and now I replaced oh. you again. Oh, well, does Don't it... Be. I mean, you can't take it, my insult and spin it around. Yeah, but can you can you really be considered a flop if you just don't care? 888 <laughs> If you taped it a week earlier. 888 Oh, what interview did I do five weeks ago? I can repackage. Uh, PD Snacks tweets, Andrew Johnson for Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> that's one of the biggest legend-replacing flops. Yeah. Yeah, that, that applies as well. Well said. You weigh in, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. We're the biggest legend-replacing flops. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the the legends at Stormhouse Brewing. They've got the Palm Beach Post writing articles about them and how good the wings are, how good the pretzel is, how delicious the beer menu is. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the problem with Stormhouse, though. Everywhere I go to eat now that's not Stormhouse, it's a flop. It's right. ruined for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. They've set the bar, and nobody else can reach the bar. Stormhouse Brewing, it is the only craft brewery in the area that actually has a full food menu as well. You don't have to order out. You don't have to go pick something up. don't have to eat beforehand. What a novel concept. You can eat their food from the kitchen while you drink their craft beer. Shocking. How is this only happening now? But thank God it is, and it's because of the folks at Stormhouse Brewing. Check out their selection at stormhousebrewing.com. You can check out the beer menu, the craft beer menu. It's brewed there on site by their master brewer who happened to train in Germany. If I'm starting a craft brewery, Coquel, someone's going to brew that beer on site, that craft beer on site. Uh, I need them 
to have been trained in Germany. And that's, that's what right. Stormhouse Brewing has. So again, Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com. Check out information about their bus trip, their fan experience. It's the Dolphins and the Colts October 3rd. They got a bus going down for $125. You get an appetizer and drinks beforehand. You get the bus ride with drinks on the bus. You get the crawler. Uh, when you get to the tailgate and you come back, you get an appetizer and uh, you get uh, more craft beer at Stormhouse Brewing, all for just $125. You cannot beat that for the Dolphins and the Colts, the Jacoby Brissett revenge game. So check out Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com, Crystal Cove Commons, North Palm Beach, US 1, just a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Let's go to Boynton. Let's bring in Eddie. Eddie, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Eddie? Hey, hey, fellas. How you guys doing? Good, man. Hey, I got one. Uh, I would turn leaving for Sirius, and they replaced him with David Lee Roth. Oh, they gave man. him a three-year contract, and he was gone in three weeks. Eddie, I'm telling you, so you say that. I hope Josh is listening right now because because Josh Cohen, is that is one of his all-time great, like, uh, just complete uh, failures trying to, fill, yeah, trying to fill shoes. You're exactly right. Three-year contract, and David Lee, and, and, and he was out in, in three months. Three months. It's one of the all-time in any industry. One of the all-time worst moves, and it just shows you the power of Howard Stern. I mean, that is a defining failure. Well done, very well done. Absolutely. Think about that, Coquel. Like you come in to the most sought-after radio slot uh, in the country, maybe in the world. You jump in. And things go so poorly that you have to bail after three months. At least, like, we even made it past the three-month mark here. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. I think it's just because they have no one else. That's <laughs> true. It's a much different situation. If Diamond Dave wanted the 12-to-1 slot, it's his. <laughs> hey, Dave, David, uh, you can have some redemption if you want to fill in these legendary shoes. Uh, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And real quick, Captain Murica tweets, Peyton Manning returning to win a Super Bowl in Denver is one of the all-time great career comebacks. Alex Smith returning to win Comeback Player of the Year after that gruesome leg injury. That also is a great career sports comeback. And now Alex Smith is embarking on an ESPN career uh, as well. Speaking of Alex Smith, but speaking of his former team, the Washington football team, we have a list of nicknames. We have finalists. And Coquel is going to pick the new name of the Washington football team. And they have to use it? Uh, uh, well, well, I have goosebumps. We'll let them know. We'll let them know what you say because uh, you do carry a lot of weight. Oh, fat jokes <laughs> on a Friday. <laughs> fat joke Friday. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Levick Alive. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Lavica and Chris Coquette. So it's funny how things work out and how the universe works. Uh, so uh, as as it was presented to us, one of the biggest legend replacing flops of all time, David Lee Roth uh, replacing Howard Stern on radio. It lasted three months, and then that was a done deal. Apparently, and I did not see this, but pointed out to me by uh, Mike Conslayer on Twitter that uh, Diamond Dave just got kicked off of Kisses tour by Gene Simmons. 
So David <laughs> Lee Roth just continuing. How old is he to still be doing this stuff? I don't know. I, I, I'll, uh, I'll look it up. I have nothing else to do at home. No. So here we go. This is from sleazerocks.com. <laughs> what is really? Sleazerocks with two X's.com. It has to have two X's. Yeah. Uh, say it ain't so. Kiss have elected to continue their end-of-the-road world tour with painter David Garibaldi as the opening act, rather than Van Halen's former flamboyant frontman David Lee Roth, also known as Diamond Dave. In a recent interview with Rolling Stone, it was noted to Kiss bassist Gene Simmons that painter David Garibaldi was now the opening act. Simmons was then asked whether Roth would still be the opening act for Kiss, which he replied, no. Okay. Oh, poor awesome. David Lee Roth at 66, still getting kicked off oh, and kicked out of things. There's more to this quote. Oh, man, no. But it bears noting that during Dave's heyday, nobody did what he did. He was the ultimate front man, not Plant, not Rod Stewart. Nobody he took being a front man way beyond anything. And then I don't know what happened to him. Something. And then you get the modern day Dave. So Gene Simmons, who's washed in his own right, is saying that David Lee Roth is basically past his prime. Wow. That is... Um, Have you seen Grandma Axel Rose lately? <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> I'm going to tweet out a picture, he at has, Real Coach K. He has gone full grandma. He, has he looks gone, like a grandma. It is incredible. We're going to have uh, Brian McLovin Rowitz, our wrestling insider here on Ken Levick Alive, uh, in just a couple of moments here to talk about CM Punk returning conceivably, we think, to the ring tonight in AEW. It is the biggest sports news of the day, and if you disagree, well, so be it. I don't care. Hashtag National Radio Day. But I want to go through uh, the proposed finalists for the Washington football team. These are what are going to be decided between uh, for the Washington football team who are going to into another season as simply WFT. Here are your eight candidates, Coquel. Okay? The Washington Armada. Okay. The Washington Brigade. Mm-hmm. The Washington Commanders. The Washington mm-hmm. Defenders. Okay. The Washington Presidents. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. The Washington Red Hogs. Okay. The Washington Red Wolves. Or simply, it stays the Washington football team. Your thoughts? I think they should go with the Hogs. The Red Hogs? Yeah, because the Hogs goes back to their, their linemen being called the Hogs. They're yeah. known as that already. Dopey's wear the the snouts in the the, the stands. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And just a, a football's made out of pigskin. It all just ties back together. I, I don't mind. Red. I don't know what the red, is. There such a thing as a red hog? I don't think so. I think it's just them trying to keep some semblance of red skin. Just in be the, the name. Washington Hogs. You see that? I'm sort of into. But I think that some would say, "Oh, it's too crude. It's the the hogs." I actually like the Washington Armada. I think that sounds regal. I think it sounds tough. I think it, 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 there's a, a little bit of, and it obviously makes sense. You've clearly never seen a Red River hog. Oh, what a majestic animal. Is that a they thing? Need, yeah. They need to be the Red River hogs. Didn't I don't you know if there's say, a river there. Didn't you say you have uh, like big hog-like creatures near your home? Yeah, Pumba or Timon, whichever one of those. I was walking my dog, and he came out because we have a preserve across the street. You have a he came out hog? You yeah. Have, oh, man. Those it was staring. Are, I thought it was a bear. The thing was huge. Aren't war, warthogs kind of mean? 
If you go near him, I guess. Yeah, we didn't go near him. I turned around and I've never seen him. No one's ever seen a fat man run that fast. I need clarification. I left my dog. I tied my dog to a pole and ran. So the dog was like bait for the warthog. Are you city? Uh, no, I love Rosie more than I love my kids. Okay. My right. dog is fine. Don't joke about that. I thought you I were tied serious. my kids to the pole. <laughs> I mean, the dog ran. Toughen up. Uh, are warthogs dangerous? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Are warthogs Hogs dangerous. I just need to get a little bit of uh, of insight into that because if they're living across from Coquel, that's a that's a like, sort of a problem. You know what? Everything else? lives near. We live in Florida. Why does everything kill us here? Everything. Like everything. There was a bullfrog in my bathroom. It jumped on my shoulder. I don't know how it got right. into the bathroom. Well, and I thought it tried to kill me. A bullfrog and a warthog are two entirely there's different. There's lizards crawling through the ceiling. There's just, there's just bugs and animals and ants are vicious. How are ants vicious? Florida is so dumb. Uh, and I've been here th- since 2006. Puddles. There's alligators and puddles. It's just terrible. So we're going to try uh, and get clarification on whether or not warthogs are dangerous. One more. One more. Sorry. My wife saw a scorpion on our driveway the other day. A scorpion. Really? A scorpion on our driveway. Scorpions are down here? Yep. Oh, man. Uh, Well, you are going to find something safe, and you can drive away from all of those terrible creatures uh, if you stop by Greenway Kia at West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where you're going to get a safe automobile, fuel-efficient automobile, and you have a hell of a selection at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. They want you to be a forever customer. They're going to keep you coming back for more. George and Mike and all the folks over there, they are looking to finance you. They don't care what type of credit you have. They are working for you. I like to associate myself with people. They're going to have your back and work for you, and that's what they do at Greenway Key at West Palm Beach. A couple of weeks ago, I rolled in their military trail just a half mile south uh, Palm Beach International Airport in West Palm. Got my Kia K5 GT service. Got it all looking clean and beautiful. Oil changed. Tires rotated. Boom. In and out. It was perfect. So after the fact, you buy that automobile, you bring it back, and they're going to make sure that it is running at its peak capability. A safe, a fuel efficient, and a fun Kia. That's what they have selection-wise at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Again, military trail half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Check out that selection beforehand online. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach.com. Leo is in Riviera Beach. Leo, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Just uh, indulge me for a second. You're darn tootin' those warthogs are dangerous. They got the tusks, and they'll come at you, and they're wild animals right there. People go hunting for, for warthog season especially in the summertime or in the spring when they're mating, and they really they try to catch them, and, and they eat them. Were you channeling Bobby Bowden, may he rest in peace, right there? That was actually sort of impressive. I was trying to channel, like, a country Florida person. Okay, <laughs> that works. Like, uh, like Yeehaw Junction. Okay. Yeah. Right, exactly. But, uh, Route 60 kind of thing. Uh, warthogs, I, I, because they do have those tusks, uh, those are things that I would clearly stay away from. Uh, Coquel, you did the research on them? I just ran away from it. I didn't do any research. You just, you just ran? It's an animal yeah. in Florida. I'm not going near it. I yeah. don't care. Dogs try to eat you. Everything a, tries to eat you here. I have a buddy that goes actually hog hunting, and uh, he says you can you uh, you have to you basically have to trap them and then uh, basically get up close to them to take them out because they their they'll skin is so thick and yeah. stuff. Yeah, they'll keep coming at you. So <laughs> boy. They can be kind of dangerous, and there's, I think there was like a YouTube video a couple weeks ago or a month ago about a guy who, who tried to get into a hog cage <laughs> with a hog. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. I, I suggest you search for that because it's like, 
that's like a Darwin Award nominee right there. Just like, why would you get into a cage? Yeah, Darwin Award. That's hog. called Tuesday in Florida. Appreciate the call, Leo. Now, are, are hogs being dangerous, or are they just trying to survive while we hunt them? If they're not, they didn't do anything. The guy got in a cage and trapped it. Now I'm on Team Hog. You're, you're on Team Hog. Yeah. Why do we live here? Like, it's, it's God's so honest dumb. question. Why do we live here? Uh, let's uh, let's talk about what's happening this weekend with our wrestling insider, Brian McLovin. Rowe. it's Brian. Sorry you had to uh, sit through a hog talk uh, here. On, I'm actually uh, offended Coquel doesn't know the difference between Timon and Pumba. Yeah, I know. That's actually ridiculous. Pumba's the hog, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, guys. I love the movie. And what's I don't even know the difference between Brian Rowitz and Kendall Vicky. You want to know the difference between Puma and Timon? What is Timon again? Those two are more. He's a meerkat. Oh yeah, good call. Good call. You're a meerkat. So is is CM Punk going to show up tonight in Chicago, McLovin on AEW? I mean, if he doesn't, I think that place might be burned to the ground because everyone has already accepted that he is going to be there, and everyone has dropped hints from AEW, from WWE, that he will be there. If he isn't, yeah, it might be a problem tonight. The the latest the latest things that have, have set off the wrestling universe are CM Punk, two Instagram posts for him. One, uh, with a set of numbers, 05, 11, and 21. Those were all the summers of Punk, apparently. Yep. And today, he posted a silhouette of the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. Uh, so it seems like this is definitely happening, or it's the biggest troll of all time. It really is, and like you have Tony Khan mentioning, like, hey, it's a huge episode. They're treating it like it's the first episode of Rampage, even though they had an episode last week that just didn't work out for them, I guess. But all that stuff, you have John Cena tweeting today where he's like, it's your last chance to see me, and like has C&M and Capital because they're starting to troll a little bit and try and capitalize on it. So it should be interesting and entertaining if he isn't there tonight. Is is Vince McMahon freaking out right now? Do you think how because SummerSlams this weekend? How in the world does he take away any headlines from AEW and CM Punk returning? Yeah, SummerSlams tomorrow. It's the first time they're having it on a Saturday because of Vegas schedule. The only thing I can come up with is somehow he gets The Rock to show up tomorrow because that's the only way he's stealing headlines from what happens tonight. Oh man, that would be interesting. I just wonder though, <laughs> I, I would that I mean that would provide some some buzz, some attention, but how much would it really take away from from CM Punk returning? Because there's been so much build up to this. I mean, this is seven years in the making. WWE at one point during a Raw after Punk left the company, uh, started a Raw by playing CM Punk's music just to troll the Chicago fans. Like this is deep seated disdain, right? Uh, like there there are like Vince. We'll never say no to anybody possibly returning, but there's not a good relationship there, right? No, not at all. That's why, like, because it's Twitter, people have thrown out, like, hey, what if it's SummerSlam he shows up at? But more, majority of the time, you know, you can always say it's a definite in wrestling, but I don't know. Like, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But there's that just saying Vince is not going to be happy with having a SummerSlam, having it be in Vegas, being one of the first real events at Allegiant Stadium. And yet everyone's still talking about the other company. So it's actually got me excited about SummerSlam because I feel like they're going to try and do something yeah. to try and get some headlines back. Hopefully something more than Goldberg wrestling again. Oh, God. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me either. He only has like three months left on his contract, right? And his life. Oh, <laughs> wow! He, I mean, he is. Uh, if I if I see another poorly executed spear from him, oh my just gosh, enough already! Um, real quick here again, Wrestling Insider Brian McLovin Rowitz uh, here with us on Ken Levick Alive. So uh, you, you've got CM Punk coming back to AEW. You've got uh, SummerSlam coming up tomorrow uh, on Paramount, right? That's where WWE lives now. 
Peacock. Peacock. Hey, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Paramount's got the new Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> Oh they do. I didn't see that tonight. <laughs> Get with it. I thought it's available. Oh, God. I hate both of you guys. Um, what uh, <laughs> when, when it comes to AEW, just for the layman's out there, uh, how much ground have they made up on WWE in terms of popularity? Well, it's gotten to the point where they're getting a million viewers pretty consistently, not every week now that they're the only ones on Wednesday. And then Raw is at the point now that they're just under 2 million. So it's not that crazy that they might be closing that gap. And then you get Daniel Bryan probably in the mix at some point. So they're definitely making that next step. I don't know if the Friday night show is going to draw that well, but they're drawing a million people, which is something. Apparently their biggest challenge on TV isn't wrestling, but is the uh, Roll Rules Real World Challenge. That takes a lot of viewers away from them when that starts. Oh. Uh, but they're making progress, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yes, no. like that show is the number one rated show every Wednesday and like beats AEW. Well, it's like The Bachelor uh, or Dancing with the Stars. It's on like season 97. Uh, it, it just right. never, ever ends, and there's never any downtime. Uh, and, and real quick, what are you looking forward to with SummerSlam? Uh, <laughs> nothing. Well, that about says it Rollins all. Rollins Edge, I guess, could be fun, but uh, other than that, I'll watch it Sunday morning if I can pass those through most of it. Because Peacock sucks, and you can't uh, start a program once it started. Ah. Mahal versus, um, what's his face? It'll be a good McIntyre. Hmm? No, no, thank you. Yeah, no, yeah, there it is. Do it for you. Yeah. SummerSlam, that's not a SummerSlam nope. matchup. Thanks for weighing in with nope. that, Cal. Can I ask one question for real, though? I want to get into AEW. Is it too late? Am I going to be on behind in storylines? Because no. I haven't made that switch. Because no. at least WWE, they're bringing back Goldberg, so I know his whole storyline. <laughs> well, that's it. Like, you'll see people you recognize, and they're capitalizing on that. That was part of even the launch a year ago. That's why Jericho was so important to them, because it was a name that people like you would recognize. Like, hey, that's Chris Jericho, and then you get another people. I mean, two nights ago, Sting was wrestling on TV. Yeah. The difference between a guy like Sting wrestling and Goldberg wrestling is Sting's in the first match of the show against a random tag team. He gets the pop. Everyone's into it. He's not stealing world title opportunities. So they know what they're doing. They're going to draw you in with some of those names. You'll see people you recognize, and then you'll get to see the stars of the, you know, the Kenny Omegas and the Young Bucks. You're like, whoa, those guys are really good. This is fun. Uh, Coquel, by the way, Sting at like 557 years old, no sold a power bomb through a table. How about that? Yep. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wrestling rules, man. It's so good. Uh, McLovin, thank you so much. Uh, I am going to be so disappointed if CM Punk doesn't actually show up tonight in Chicago. But this is the most excited I felt about one singular wrestling uh, possible experience in probably a decade or so. So this is big time. Ken. Well, yeah, I'm looking respond. forward to being let down. Coquel also, you can come over for All Out, but a $5 cover to watch at my house. Apparently, I'm not allowed to leave my garage ever, so I won't be able to go anywhere. <laughs> but, Ken, we're Just supposed to plug the high school coverage. High school coverage. Oh, yeah, high school coverage. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, McLovin, you've got WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, kickoff classics tonight, right? That's right. Football is here between Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We will be at 11 different high school football games. We are all over the place. It's so exciting to have legit real football back i was at jupiter last night the band was there the cheerleaders were there the crowd was full so high school football is here i don't know if it'll be here all year we've already had games canceled this weekend but enjoy it while it is here and of course we'll have the best coverage around in radio and tv all night wptv news channel 5 wflx fox 29 that will be on those highlights after cm punk uh conceivably makes his (laughs) debut uh for aew thank you mclovin appreciate it all right, see you guys. All right. Uh, Coquel, what are the odds? Uh, what are your Vegas odds of actually being in here Monday and leaving quarantine? I'm never. I'm not even testing anymore. I'm boycotting. <laughs>
<laughs> You're not even going to test anymore. You're resigned to your fate, living in your I have garage. my two tests out. I have one from Tuesday and one from yesterday. Whatever those are, that's going to be my life now. <laughs> uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll cross our fingers for Coquel. Thank you to Captain Competence Joe Rigatti. Uh, Coquel will maybe be back Monday. I'm Ken Levick. I'll definitely be in Monday. And we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Have a good weekend.